Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Hey, Marketing Money Podcast listeners out there, if you need help with your geofencing and mobile placement of advertising, uh, such as we talk about from time to time, you've got to be on the phone. Look to Rain Local. Uh, they're a partner with this podcast now, and uh, Rain Local does a heck of a job on placing ads on that mobile phone native and helping with social as well. Uh, so if you want to look them up, rainlocal.com. If you talk to a rep, tell them the Marketing Money Podcast sent you. And now, back to our regular talk. Oh, it's a beautiful day in North Mississippi, yet we're sitting inside like every other working schmuck out there doing what? Making podcasts inside. We should be outside enjoying this, the three days of spring we have that are nice. Mm, yeah. Um, but I mean, we have to work. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyway, this is the Marketing Money Podcast. You're going on vacation next week. Why are you telling everyone that? I never vacay. <laughs> I'm always on vacation. Rich. Rich? Man, whatever. Just because we're going to our own island named after us in the... Oxford Island. In the Indian Ocean. Huh. That no one knows about. But we go there... Spoiler alert. Yeah. People now know. Yeah, anyway. You can look me up. I'll be in the Indian Ocean next week, so come find me. Pirates out there. How do you know we're not the pirates? Uh, I don't. Don't kill me. You know what? Today... I think we need to go back to a topic we visited a while back, but this this often comes up, and I think you can speak to it because you get interviewed and you interview others because the the fit may be the most important thing in the whole deal. How do you go about properly finding the right ad agency? Well, you um, you go to www.mabusagency.com. There's a rate to talk form at the bottom, and um, you just say, "Hey." Well, that was a great podcast. We solved all the problems with but, that question. But we don't want to work with everybody. And we everybody doesn't want to work with you? Yeah. So so fit is a is an important part in vetting. So we're going to talk about hiring an ad agency? Yeah, let's talk. Well, let's go through the process of advertising agencies in general because, you know, there's thousands out there, I would yeah. guess, from, from Jim Bob, who just graduated, and I use Jim Bob as just a, the random thing, Jenny Bob, whatever, that graduated college, and they're 24 years old or 23 years old, and they have they took a PR class, and they decided to open up their own agency or marketing, so there's those. Digital transformation firm. Yeah, and there's three or four people that got together, and then there's freelancers that form a consortium and do work with each other, and then there's you know smaller agencies, there's digital agencies, there's brand agencies, there's, there's local, full service agencies, there's local, there's big bank boys, specific. bank specific, and industry specific, and yeah. media buying, and placement ads, and SEO agencies, and web agencies. There's like so many. Yeah, and I think the the biggest blanket advice, and I think most people say, of course, is finding a fit. So they're... Uh, the, the biggest, probably most general advice, and everybody's going to say, of course, of course. So if you're out there looking to hire an agency, and again, with all those options, laundry list of options we just threw out, the biggest thing you can do is find a fit. And I'm going to give you a couple. One, can they do what you want to do? So 
So the first thing you need to do is figure out what you want. Do you want a rebrand? Do you want somebody that you definitely don't want to do a rebrand? Do you definitely need somebody that's got web capabilities? Define your goals over the next, not just, I mean, unless you just want a project done. Define what your goals are going to be over the next few years and find somebody that matches those tactically. But then I will tell you, and this is one of the things that we're different from a lot of other people um, that make some people uncomfortable, is I'm interviewing our clients, too, to see if there's a fit. The emotional, the camaraderie. You don't want all the business? No, I do not want all the business. You don't want every bank in the country? No. Nope. All 5,300? Just you, just 5,300 banks? I mean, my my fi- financial advisor does, so I got that got them ends. Mm, well, I don't know about that. But... Um, no, I mean, the thing is, is I like um, working with people I like working with, and there are better outcomes when you enjoy the people you work around, when you're of like mind, when you have similar philosophies. And that doesn't mean like, it just means good and bad fit sometimes. Look, there are stupid people at agencies. There are stupid people at banks. They're hey, un- hey, hey. Just in general, statistically. Hey, hey. There are smart people who have a very, you know, uh, maybe focused way of doing a thing that doesn't fit there, there are many things getting that out of the way the the the, the potential negatives they're just some things where they're just bad fits it's not these are bad agencies or bad clients but those do exist bad agencies and bad clients do exist i've met both but really it's about taking that time to interview that's why things like rfps one i hate and most agencies just let me tell you hate the open RFP process, the gamble of let me let me spend hours and roll the dice and see if I get your business. Y'all do it, banks do well, it. The worst is doing the worst and this is more non banking but open because we've both done stuff outside of the banking industry is the uh, the spec work for an RFP. I mean, it's the worst. I, I, it's absolutely because you you work, you get everybody's equity it. and energy. You have no parameters. You don't know exactly you haven't worked with them and then you deliver this thing and they're going to steal the idea the idea on whoever they pick. They're going, well, this one had this. Oh, oh, that's great. Yeah. We'll use it when we do our well, campaign. Well, and then who wins? Somebody else may have had another idea that didn't know, and the bank can't or, t- or the client can't articulate. Like, But these other people did this. Are you giving me the other idea from the other agency that didn't get picked? Well, also, I found back in the day doing that type stuff, is the agency that wins, I hate to say it, I'd say 75% of the time, this is a qualitative, quantitative statement, but 75% of the time, it has nothing to do with the spec work. It's... Their daddy was friends with the daddy, oh, or was the or, kid was related, or like they had some contract that was or they're already through the contract process, so don't, they don't have to go through vetting because they're already they already have a side gig or something. So I'm going to give you two insights into that beyond just the political connection. One, doing spec work. So if you're asking your people to do spec work, let that's me, that's let me like pause a quick. I'm not spiteful about any deals we've lost or won on these things. Oh, oh, like yeah. when I don't want somebody. Well, that's because you weren't connected. No, it's because we saw some of the work afterwards and yeah. we're like, it wasn't the best. Yeah, and that's not the other agency had better work that didn't get it too. So, so outside of that, yeah, I just want to make sure people don't are yeah. like, well, that's just because no, we got in tons of business. No, outside of that, asking somebody to do spec work without true discovery is like saying come play a sport and show me your performance at a sport and you don't even know which sport you're playing. You may show up with the best soccer dribbling skills or shoot a three-point. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. We're actually playing football here, American football. It is. It puts an agency in a really tough position. The, the other side of it is you kind of get what you deserve when you do that as the client because, one, you're hiring an agency who is willing to do spec work. And... We will do it sometimes 
if we feel like doing it to prove a point, like we can't articulate it with words or whatever, we've done it probably three times. But here's a couple of things you're getting bank with a client that's willing to do spec work, especially if you force them to do it, is you're getting a client or you're getting a, a vendor or a partner or whatever that's willing to try to be clairvoyant. In other words, they're willing to put design work or creative work against an idea that's not proven. And we're and my company's not willing to do that. And you're also willing to hire a vendor who will do that for somebody else. And guess what? Spec work takes time. My position is, if you trust me to pick me to do your work, I'm not going to go out and do free work for somebody else to chase their business. So it really... It, it, it's counterintuitive once you understand it. That sounds very spiteful and, oh, he's got an agenda. I'm just telling you, if you have to, banks are, sh- all banks should be headquartered in Missouri because it's a show me state. Show me, a, <laughs> show me another bank with a footprint like ours and an asset si- size like ours that you have done the exact same thing you're trying to do for us. I had a, had a client one time say, Josh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get out on the bleeding edge, the cutting edge. Next, next meeting, we want to see something cutting edge. And you've heard me probably say this half the listeners. So we p- pitched, we actually did it. We came up with a new idea, and then, literally, this is cutting edge. Nobody's done it. They looked at me and said, "Well, before our next meeting, I want you to show us a case study of where somebody else has accomplished this before." If you don't get how weird that is then i don't know that i can explain it to you but let me just say this in case you're not catching up you can't do cutting edge that somebody else has done before and that is a bank like it's a bank thought it's bank think here's the let me tell you the flip side so from the the client side i think a few things you need to know is one is the agency can't care about the work more than you do and I think that's a mistake a lot of clients make is they hire an agency and they go, here are the things you want to accomplish. You go do them. And now I'm going to just kind of monitor it and check in from time to time on work front, or I'm going to check in from time to time on this, but y'all go do that. And that's what you do. So I think it's, um, you have to know it yourself and then have them as your conduit to com- to execution. Because if you don't understand SEO, if you don't understand social media, if you don't understand co- content, and distribution, if you don't understand retail, if you don't understand media buying, if you don't understand all the stuff on web, if you don't understand it. And look, I'm not going to go code a website tomorrow, but my point is I understand the general premises around it or ideas behind it so I can get the agency to do it. So one is you've got to understand and you've got to be all in because the agency can't have more enthusiasm for a project than you can. Number two, I think on that uh Agencies out there, uh, because I get probably six or seven emails a day from a, a different agency, and I get pitched on stuff all the time. Uh, I, I, nothing frustrates me more. You talk about the RFP process, how that frustrates agencies. I think on the client side, than the whole like, let's have a call and tell me your strategy and your goals for the year, and we can whiteboard and come up with all the blah blah blah. blah. And I'm like, dude, uh. like, why would I just give you every? Now, now look, I'm pretty open about. We talk about Teach, all the time. teaching people and deliver and tell, talking about what we do because I don't think you can execute the way we can because we have the right agency for us and we have a good staff and mm-hmm. uh, and we have great leadership in my bank. This isn't a kiss rear thing. I mean, they let us do what we need to do. But and why it shows. are your lips on my rear end right now? You're not at the bank, so I wasn't. Uh, no, oh, well, I thought you were talking about the great That's agency disgusting. relationship. Anyway, the uh, the full story to that before I was so disgustingly interrupted is that. Uh, the whole like show me state side from the client's point of view. It's just dumb. It's ridiculous. Well, it's cart before the horse too. It's 
obviously it works with some people that don't know those things and are kind of pulling those those ideas in, you know, from the client side. And there's some people that just really love to have conversations about this stuff that has no real purpose. But th- there is a time for that. I mean, like I, I told you I was sick at my stomach because I had to tell a client, a potential client that the other day, like that set of words, like we do need to sit down and have a discovery session. But that's after no one wants to do that, but you have to yeah. once your client. I have to understand your strategy to go execute it, but not in the sales side. Yeah, let me have your budget. It's like the media reps that say, "What's the total budget?" Right? No, Why? I alloc- I'm an ad agency. It's my job to allocate this to you. It's, anyway, so here here are some of my tips. Is one is, but I want to I jump in. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll I, let you put the tip I, I out there, but. I want to jump into what you said about people being, you know, you know, this is a, a, th- a thing that I say is I can't be more passionate. If I have to look at a client and say I can't be more passionate about your brand and your, you know, it's what you just said. The client out there, if you're looking to hire an agency as a fix-all, and I know this is sort of a paraphrase of what John just said, but I do want to make sure to beat that dead horse. <laughs> it bet. <laughs> Flashback to the last podcast. Um, <laughs> so... If you're thinking to hire a box o marketing help, like you don't understand it, you don't want to, and you're thinking you're just going to hire somebody to plug right in and do it, I don't care who that agency is. If it's Mabus agency, it's whatever. Even if the agency tells they tells you they can do it, you cannot just throw them the keys to the marketing kingdom and walk away and get it done. You may know everything, and, and you may be a, a, a more sophisticated marketer to that, and like, no, you don't need to meet with executive management and our front staff. I'll, I'll translate the... Um, the, the marketing strategy to you. You can probably do most of it, but don't be insular and don't be shut off and put up those those barricades. Hire an agency, as I said, that has a fit, but brings value more than just, I'm going to farm this out. Hopefully they get it done because you're going to be disappointed. Yeah, so before I was disappointed in uh, Josh's last rant, I had some tips to give from the client side. So I'm going to give you some tips. You know the agency doesn't care about that. Uh, they, just, they just don't listen to this. Bankers do. So I'm going to bring it in and, and have real talk. This may not be the way you want to go about it, but I'll tell you the way we do because I obviously tell you. One is uh, be open about your budget and constraints and truthful about it with your agency. Don't try to hide uh, money from them, but make sure you have an agency that, that isn't in it just to get the money that you have in your budget spent with them. And I think that's a compliment to, to Josh and Mavis HC. We have other content partners that they partner with, uh, with us that they help us vet and figure out, and they're getting paid. And some of that is just because they care about our 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 business uh, with us. And, and, we so, can, and it's consolidated, and we balance it all at once. And some of the work you can't do. Yeah, and, and we don't and, want to. And that don't want to. And some of the work we don't want to do. The so, other thing I, would, I want to add to that is you still control your purse strings. It's not like you're depositing the, the total amount of that budget into somebody else's but if they account for them, you you still get to not. But they just shows up and says, "Put everything in TV, and we get fifteen percent, and then forget all the other stuff." Like realize they're trying to make money. Yeah. And oh, and we're gonna do the production. But if they show up and say, "Hey, this is where we're targeting this. This is where we're doing this, and and where are you gonna spend this?" Oh well, and you say, "Well, we're spending this with this vendor and this with it." So, I think you have to be really open with your budget, especially with a marketing agency, because. You don't want to. The problem is, and we spoke about budget a little bit on the last podcast, is you don't want to end up in the year way, way overspent, but you don't want to end up underspent because then they go, We only spent 800. I know how banks work. Mm-hmm. We only spent $800,000 last year. We can spend 700000 You did great. You didn't even spend all the money. We had a million budgeted. So 
you've got to you've got to work it together. You also don't want to have a, the uh, October surprise where you show up and go, oh, we had this thing we were going to pay for that we didn't budget for at the beginning of the year, and now we owe money because we booked it. One of the things I'll give you is kind of free advice around budgeting, too. Um, our goal with any client is to have 70% of that budget allocated or, or, the whole, or 100% of the budget allocated with 70% accuracy at the beginning of the year, leaving us 20% to re that, that sort of soft to reallocate and 10% for like those last minute things. That's just some free budgeting kind of advice, guidance. Have a 10% like contingency. We didn't know this existed, but 20% is is sort of flex spend. We, we're going to spend it on this initiative, but we don't know exactly how we're going to spend it in January because that's out in September. Yeah. Second, second tip I have. So budget first, be open and, and clear about your budget. Uh, second, second tip I have is look at the work that the agency's doing that you're going to hire because anyone can talk. I got a letter that I shared with Josh the other day about this agency. It had really good copy. It did. It was swag and it was we're awesome and we're you know we're not like the other ones and blah 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 and then yeah they weren't because they sucked because they were bad but they had good copy. Yeah, good, they, good copy yeah. can sell. It can. And so I looked at the letter and by no means was I even thinking about or anything in the market for an agency, but I looked at the mail. Yeah, why wouldn't and you? I, and so I looked at it with you, and I went online and said, look at what they're doing. And their Direct work, mail works. And their work was terrible. And, and they were, like, crapping on other, like, national They were placing oh. other agencies in there. They had one that said us and them, and you went to them, and the other thems were like, that's actually pretty decent work. And it was national-level work. And they it were was... tearing it down. So, so my point on that is look at the work of the agency, and if they're, if they're a bank marketing agency, which there are four or five of those out there, there's probably more – Look and see if they're kind of like the old cliche, rinse, wash, repeating, and just putting it with other banks because they're in different markets. Like, they did it in Seattle, so they can do it in Miami, and it looks the same, but all of a sudden there's something called digital SEO that can match up But brands. I will say this. I have seen some of these things get unveiled, like, you know, at these different events and whatever, and people are like, that's really good. I was like, if that's what you want. Then you got the right agency. Yeah. And and we ain't the right one because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find that edge we're gonna cut it. Yeah. So again, look at the previous work. Also, something I don't think actually I get a lot of calls about this, but I don't think you do enough is call uh, for referrals. Mm. Uh, and a lot of times, call and talk to someone who it didn't work out with, who the agency didn't pick, or vice versa, because they may they may have they may have gone through the process and found out there's a branch that overlapped with another client. Yeah. So we I'm sorry we can't bank you. You have a bank in Tennessee. I already have a bank in Tennessee, and call them and say, but why didn't you know? Well, okay, why didn't it work? So then get the the reference that way. Yeah, there's always that like three deep thing on um, and when you're doing background checks on an individual employee, you try to find you know obviously the employee's gonna put a good reference, so you go to the good reference. Do you know of anybody else where this place where this person worked? You know that wasn't on their resume or whatever, and try to dig into that person. We actually have some um, clients on our website that we don't work with anymore. Texana Bank is on our website, and um, and we don't work with them anymore. You can call. Text Santa and talk about it. I mean, it just, there was a, we fulfilled a, a goal and a role for them, and we don't work with them anymore. Uh, but the work is still fantastic, and they're still a fantastic um, group of people and a fantastic bank. But, yeah, but you, the, it just, you moved on. Yeah. A lot of interesting points to that with, uh, with working with agencies too. And, and I think the other part is, is, what is the agency capable of and what do you want? Josh spoke to that earlier. You know, are you just trying to rebuild a website? Do you want geofencing, digital strategy, content, 
Uh, do you want branding? Because there's some that do great brand work, but they don't do tactical retail work. Do you want someone that does posters? Do you want someone that comes in and, and uh, runs employee programs and sales programs and does uh, merchandising? I mean, so there's there's so many things out there that I think it's it's hard to make the decision if there's no politics at play. You know, this bank had them, and then my cousin works there, so we got to hire because of that. If you can get out of that, and you really get to, to hire a pure oh, agency, they have a big deposit. I've seen that a hundred times. They have ten million with that bank. They can bring ten million deposits. You at least I'll tell you this. I don't care if it's against me or not. If they got money deposit with you, and they're doing business with you, you at least need to interview them. Yeah, and make it fair, but. Or, th- or, Dance the with the th- one that- or throw them a little bone thing. Like, yeah. well, they can do some uh, some of our treasury management ads. Let or me something. ask you your opinion on this. And obviously, we just said that we do most of it. But these, you know, I mean, like, if you want to re- update your branches, that's not us. There, there are plenty of things. But the multiple agency, uh, you and I have never even spoken about this. But like splitting it up because some banks are like, don't put all your eggs in one basket. If we need a media agency, we need a creative. I mean, talk about that. For a minute, like, do you, what, what's your opinion there? I don't pitfalls? like it. I think it's. I think you get disjointed, and you get one that. I think it puts a lot of. Resp- I mean, there's a there's a being responsible for your side of the you know sort of the deal, but like you have to be that brand. Like you almost have to be a pretty strong micromanager to do it. I think you need one core agency, and then you can fill in the gaps of what that agency. Like for instance, you said you guys don't redesign branches. Yeah. So I we might, don't do manage social media. Yeah, you don't manage social media. So fortunately, we have folks who do that internally for yeah. us. But point being is, banking in general is a hodgepodge of vendor partner management. It is. You've got mm-hmm. a core just right off the bat. You've got a core. You've got sales. You've got you may have different online systems. Banking. You've got online banking versus your app. You've got bill pay. SEO, but like whatever. There's just a hodgepodge, and I think you need one agency. I, think, they, I think you need an agency of record. I think every bank yeah. has to have an agency of record. And it's funny, I was on a, a CMO, um, mid-sized bank coalition call the other day, and this person was talking about, well, we didn't use an agency, we used the internal, because we thought the agency would be more turned towards uh, trying to make money off of it instead of actually executing. I was like, well, that's the wrong agency. Yeah. If you already think that, let them go. Yeah. I had a, con- a similar conversation, and they were like, well, if you feel that way, maybe that's a sign. I, you know, because I'm in an awkward position because then I'm, of course, trying to sell you. FYI, everybody out there, if you hire me, um, I run a good business. Um, I've taken over for two banks now that the agency went out of business through bad practices. So I'm going to stay in business for my people. I try to remain profitable, but I really love what I do and I make money off of that. But when that starts tipping over into the other area where we're doing that at someone else's expense, that's bad. Well, and here's the other thing, too, and, and I love this about working with y'all, and this, again, isn't on that, but I think it's more on the explanation of the right fit. Have an issue they'll tell you no sometimes. Like, here's an idea. <laughs> that's bad. Don't do that. Or like, no. And and on the flip side, don't be the client that hires an agency and goes, we're just going to tell you what to do. I want the ad to look like this. Mm-hmm. And it's not good because it's banker ad versus advertising ad and those can go pervert can go perversely wrong either way well the ad agency at some point goes well god we're making so much money off these guys just do what they say and then you lose all creativity you lose all synergy you lose all excitement and they're just they're just agencies that always tell you no and it's just like a bad relationship yeah no we want to do this cool thing but banks can't do that due to privacy or something no but we want to no you can't and like I said, there's some agencies that you, you know, some I've worked with some banks that like got the big national, you know, recognize, and they didn't understand banking. 
and um, you know tried to lead them in some areas where they couldn't. I mean, it's just again they didn't get a good fit. They did not. You can't just look at the work, and you can't just look at the relationship, and you can't just look at the deposit relationship. You have to layer those on top of each other because if they do really good creative and don't understand and not willing to understand banking and it'll lead you in a incorrect direction, you're equally screwed. It's a it's a threading the needle. It really is because look, there's 5,300 of us out there, banks, and there's not 5,300 agencies. So I mean, there. Well, that and kudos to agencies. There's a lot of them that there's a lot of business to be had for yeah. agency work. And on the flip side, and, and banks are still traditionally very under marketed. They don't do a lot of good content. They don't do a lot of good social. They don't. I mean, we don't. I say yeah. we. I'm in. I'm in the park of it, and I'm out there speaking at conferences about it because I think we do a good job. I've started doing. You know, say just make better content because yeah. you're not. I mean, make we're not content. at Nike level, but we may never be. We we were at Apple level one time. We were. You can we check that them. out. You can check that out. But anyway, well, the, uh, the other thing I want to throw in there is that 5300 banks. I mean, there is some. You don't want. Uh, you know, Bancorp South is in the 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 same town as Renaissance Bank. Um, the same agency. They they're literally across the street. I can't work for both banks. Yeah. Um, so, again, there's plenty of work out there where you don't ever even run into. I don't run into competitors. Sometimes we build on the same work, but point is, you cannot have your pick ish, but make sure they fit. I will say this. One thing I will definitively say. because You I, don't choose Renaissance Bank. Renaissance Bank chooses you. I've heard that before from another bank. <laughs> but but I will say this. Um, we're talking about ad agencies, PR firm. I do think you should hire a local PR firm. They have the relationships with the media outlets. I think you should find a great um, vendor partner that has a great social media platform management. Social insurance is one of those, but then hired that person to manage it in-house. But I think you should – I mean, that's just advice, my opinion – worth what you paid for it yep so anyway if you want to talk about agency and look I, I as funny as this is i know at least two times in the past couple months folks that either listen to this or know one of us have called josh and not to talk about maybe say, just said hey we may be in market with a competitor can you help me talk about how i should find an agency yeah. so and i know josh is is like i am an advocate for the banking industry if you want to talk about this process and how we've done it and how I've done it with, you know, I've talked to many other agencies. Josh has worked with many other banks. So, uh, you know, we're here for that. And you can contact us at Marketing Money Podcast. And we're here to help with it. I mean, that's the value I hope we give for our yeah. three listeners out there. <laughs> My mom and sister and your wife and the kid or something, yeah, whatever. Something like that. But point is... is and uh, Jameson Logan. Yes. Shout out. Jameson Logan. Anyway, for all of us at the Marketing Money Podcast in our... 20,000 listeners out there. Which is true. Uh, have a truer than three. Awesome, awesome, awesome day. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.